Hi, welcome to Hi. the Dear Me, Love Me podcast. Quarantine edition. We're finally figuring this shit out. Um, we are using a service called Squadcast. It's pretty fucking cool. It's cool. I can see T right now. I can see you. And it's there's no delay. None. There's <laughs> there, no It's there's just no like delay. It's like you're sitting next to me. So if yeah. you are a podcaster and are ne- in need of uh guests because actually this is a paid subscription uh, i have it's a when we mm-hmm. one week free trial mm-hmm. and uh only one person needs it i invited t as a guest and so she doesn't have to pay for it and mm-hmm. um then it records both of your audio files and then you can import that to whatever editing system you have and i also think that's it's great um just to have as yeah. well so Honestly, it's worth it for the lack of delay, just oh, in general. Jeez. Just in general for the lack of delay. I was editing a mini episode this past week um, or a week ago, and just the amount of editing I had to do was so overwhelming that I had to play a good 24 hours of Animal Crossing to get over the, the stress of that. Honestly, I feel so... Um awful about my my animal crossing skills compared to you when you kept being like come visit me I want to come visit your island I kept just ignoring it because I was like my island still sucks and I know hers is so good and she's gonna judge me and I don't want I don't want her to see my shitty tent with its cot and so I like totally ignored you for a long time but now you have come to my island and you have seen how shitty it is and we're still friends we're still friends it's and I can give you stuff like mm-hmm. I can make you things and mm-hmm. I can give them to you and drop he them on your a ladder before that bastard Tom Nook did. <laughs> I did. So, um, so I've been playing a lot of animal crossing during this mm-hmm. quarantine. I also made a, a nice little wall hanging that it hangs up. It's on my so personal cute. Instagram. I could probably post it, um, on our story, but it was really easy. It was, it's super cute. That Thanks. picture was so, so cute. Thanks. I have not done anything nearly that productive I yes have, but T did talk about how she went on a run and that's more than I, I can say I, I have and I and I put that in like the episode that we're recording later on but we don't know when that will come out where I'm trying to do like three types of exercise a day so like a yoga class a workout class and then either a walk or a run during off hour so today I went super early before anyone was out in a warehouse district alone oh with a mask on and I literally was running and I was like any other time but quarantine this would be asking to get murdered truly like where (laughs) I was running looked and I was listening to to my favorite murder and I was like oh I'm gonna get I'm gonna get if somebody wanted to kidnap and kill me now's the time this is it this is it this is how I go and like any other type of quarantine I would have steered so fucking clear from that neighborhood but I was like (laughs) there's gonna be no one there it's gonna be perfect yeah so I've been sitting on my ass playing video games and you have been going on (laughs) runs and and bettering yourself and making so many baked goods Ooh, nice. oh all I do but that's why I have to go on these runs because I was like I am gonna be in trouble <laughs> yes but I have to say that it's not all sunshine and rainbows I had a terrible day yesterday we were talking mm-hmm. about this uh before we started recording I had a horrendous day I felt like my yep. blood was boiling I freaked out mm-hmm. on Michael and um I just had one of those days where I was like this is the new normal right now and we just right. have to deal with it so the, the shitty reality of the situation I had um I was talking to a friend and, and I was like, you know, I, I, I feel, I'm surprised that as a naturally anxious person who has been medicated for anxiety mm-hmm. for years that I'm not more upset on a day-to-day basis. And she was like, well, 
you have lived in this chaos for 15 years. She's like, you you already know what it's like to be in heightened anxiety. Now everyone else is just there with you. Right. I'm like, oh, right, right, right. I'm actually doing okay, but there was a day where I, I've been trying to like get up at 8 a.m. every day and kind of stick to a schedule of things I have to do. And I didn't get up to like 11, didn't move. I think I did like 300 steps according to my yeah. my watch, but it was bad. I was, I just started crying to David. I just want to go to dinner and a movie with a friend and that's it. <laughs> that's all I want to do. That's all I want to do. I know. But it's weird. It's definitely the reality of the situation, the gravity of it is hitting the entire country. I think New York's known for a while. Yeah. yeah. And it's crazy to feel like we don't know when this will end yeah oh and uh sorry for the noise michael and nessie just got home i'm gonna say hi michael and nessie hi all right now um put the noise to a minimum all right i locked dave away too uh you can probably take a shower (laughs) i heard those zoomies I locked Dave away, too. I was like, you need to go in the back room. And he's like, how long? I'm like, two hours at least. Two hours. Just, I was like, go play some video games. I know. It's like, well, because Michael works all day during the day. And mm-hmm. I am just kind of sitting waiting to possibly work. And yeah. um, so sometimes he's like, I'm on a video call. So, like, I can't walk past for, like, an hour or, like. Tell him if he's in a Zoom, he needs to just change to the person, like, of the office. Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's I don't. Even, I don't know to how to do that. I don't know how to to change the background. I don't Zooms. either. But when I was in a Zoom yesterday, the person had their background as like the the background of the office, the TV show where they would yeah. film. Like it was fantastic. And it was awesome. just like Stanley in the background. That's really cool. What has been your What has been your favorite part of quarantine? Uh, honestly, I love how much cooking Dave and I are doing together mm-hmm. we like yesterday we made a curry from scratch and the day before we made like, a bolognese we've we've made a shepherd's pop or a shepherd's pie and all like we have really gone down the cooking train That's great. which has been nice what about you my, my favorite is 7 p.m every night when people clap I don't know if they still clap <gasps> oh, in Park Slope I I think they do yeah they it they is like the first day it's like New Year's Eve here mm-hmm in Manhattan when it hits 7 p.m. we've started taking out our uh, pan and um, or our pot and our wooden spoon and like hitting Mm -hmm. it and everything and waving to all the neighbors and it's really fun I look forward to 7 p.m. every night we both go up and Nessie participates and barks as loud as she can and it's really cute that's really really sweet it's my favorite part of quarantine but we have two letters that we're going to read today we do Um, a lot a bit of a longer one and then a shorter one yeah um do you want to go first with Ella's sure I'll go first so I am reading a letter from Ella hi Ella hi Ella it says dear past self you're a badass you're talented you love this crazy competitive thing you go to the Orange County School of the Arts in Santa Ana and are in the musical theater conservatory you auditioned to get in this school it took years of voice lessons dance training and acting coaches to get you where you are And after you successfully got in, you would think I would say, good job, Ella. You did it. Nope. You are so hard on yourself, Mm. dude. You go to school from eight to five every day. You go to an incredibly competitive school. You're constantly compared to your friends on a daily basis. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's not easy to go up every day and sing your heart, heart out and literally lay yourself out there to mostly only hear the negatives. Oh, that's so true. And and, and any theatrical yep. or arts program, you're only ever going to, you're going to put yourself out there and nobody's uh-huh. going to be like, you're so good. Well, and the, it's like you pay people. You pay to, people to, to literally to, shit on to you. To tear you down. <laughs> that's what we did for four years. And yeah. then we got into career where that's all they do. And I'm going to assume is Orange County School of the Arts, is that a college or is that a high school? I'm not sure. Let me look. Hold on. It says a conservatory. So I'm going to say a college? Maybe not. Hold on. Um, no. Orange County School of the Arts provides students in grades 7 through <gasps> 12. Damn. A rigorous college preparatory Ella. academic program for pre-professional Ella. artists. So you're already more trained than I was. So for sure, you're, you're like killing 10 it, Ella. steps ahead of me even now, I'm sure. You're so killing it, girl. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you have thick skin. You handle rejection with lots of ice cream. You <laughs> really do. But sometimes you think to yourself, is it really worth it? I know I'm not the best in my class and that's okay. I want to learn to dig even more into this thing I love so much, but my confidence is so low. I still get butterflies in my stomach just hearing the word Broadway. And because I have those butterflies, I know it's worth it. I can't tell you how badly I want to be up there. I know I will work hard. I will give it my all even when there's nothing left to give. So, past self, please stop being so hard on yourself. You're good at this thing. Trust yourself. Work hard. Go out and audition for anything and everything. Do your part. This was extremely therapeutic, so thank you for this. Also, T, if you're seeing this, damn girl, what a Broadway debut. Damn girl. Have a great day, Ella. Aw, thanks, Ella. Well, yeah. I'm glad I read Ella's. <laughs> Ella, I think you're at such a fun age where mm-hmm. the stakes are already high for anything you're going to do huh. in life. because well, Just because of the age. Just because of the age. High school. And high school is already hard as shit. Mm-hmm. And to add... The competitiveness of a conservatory on top of that. And I think that's something that people don't realize in the theater realm is that we are competing against our friends. Yeah. One to one. Like I remember you and I were in the same callback for um, Spring Awakening. Yep. For the same roles. Like a lot of the same roles. It would like you'd go in and then I'd go in and we looked the same and we'd be like, okay, bye. Yeah, (laughs) we did. (laughs) But it just happens and it's. And it's weird, these friendships that are forged in spite of that. Because exactly. they're really strong. Um, I was going to say, I got I to gotta circle back to something that, um, oh, when she said that I'm not the best in my class. Yeah. I, I had a lot of thoughts about this when I was in school because even in high school, I never had a lead role. And so yeah. the fact that I wanted to go to school for something then then pursue it was I almost almost was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm not even that great. But then I realized that Broadway shows, plays, whatever, are looking for different types of people. So there's yep. different types of voices, different types of body types, different types of looks. Even just somebody who can act the shit out of something and not necessarily sing it as well as somebody else, but mm-hmm. still just the performance aspect of it is there. There it's, is so much so many, more. There's, and the same with television, too. It's just like not everybody is going to look their best or be be super thin or be super mm-hmm. whatever then but they still make it because they right. put in the work and they are 100 percent committed there are different skills and 
skill sets that are required to be successful. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I was the best in my class. I, I think there were things I was in the top tier of and other things that I was terrible at. Like, you know, I'm not a very good dancer. And But I will take personally hard work over talent any day. My, well, there's always that quote that hard work yeah. beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. That's exactly right. And there are people in that I know who I always considered better than me who maybe wouldn't have put in the same amount. Not that I put in a bunch of work, but there were people who in our class who worked their asses off. Yeah. And were constantly, um, like for my, I always think of Michael Glavin as one of the hardest working artists I know. He is constantly trying to better his craft. Like he reached out to me and he was like, do you want to do a Zoom where we all read a play together? Let's pick six plays. I- and he's we'll, so much more committed than well, I would ever be. I know. And I w- and he said that to me. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's 100% what I should be doing right now. Like, that's how I should looking be looking up my monologues time. and stuff. But in he's one of the hardest workers I know. So don't worry about being the best. That's not really a thing. Just work the hardest. Work the hardest. Or be put the in hardest the most worker. work. Put in, yes. the, put in the work that is going to better you as a performer. And don't worry about the others. Because, yeah, they're your competition. There but there isn't but, another you. And at the end of the day, it's not your friends decisions whether what role they get that's something right. that took me a long time to figure out that mm-hmm. yeah just because this person got cast over me doesn't mean that uh our relationship should be strained because that right. wasn't their choice to be cast over me yep it's it was a oh, casting director's choice it's the middleman every college and every conservatory high school fancy pants school and tell all the children that yeah. because that would have saved me a lot of heartache yeah for sure. So Ella, this Ugh. was a really great letter to you. Ella, uh, I loved reading your letter. God, I wish you the most luck. And I'm really sorry yeah. that you're you're probably getting valuable class oh, time taken yeah. from you. But I would love to hear how your school is dealing with it because your school mm-hmm. is so different than just your average uh, high school. Then, you know, yeah. learning. I'm sure, you know, math and science is still important. But the, the arts aspect, how is that being dealt with during this time? So Ella, if you could yeah, uh, send us another know. email, I would love I would love to know. Uh, Thanks, okay, Ella. so our next letter is from Amanda and hi Amanda Amanda so Amanda sent us a a message a a while back and it like for some reason got lost in the ether of Instagram and so she had to send it again to my my personal and I think it's the first message that I've ever gotten from somebody who I know hasn't followed me for a long time or like because I know some of our people who listen have either Mm -hmm. followed me on Instagram or have followed you for a long time Mm -hmm. it's somebody that just came out of the blue who I've never seen her name before say like you have personally impacted me so I was like so that's why I'm really excited about this letter and also she's like a like a like a fitness trainer of some sort so I like totally look up to her for that anyway girl okay so I'm going to read her little oh my God, her top bit. Pictures. Yeah, I'm going to read her top bit. She kind of looks like Sarah Bareilles. Uh, I totally thought the same thing when yeah. I saw her Instagram. She totally she looks like totally Sarah Bareilles. She totally looks like Sarah Bareilles. Oh, wow. okay. And that is like such a high compliment because Sarah Bareilles is fucking hot. That is the highest compliment <laughs> I could give you. I am wildly attracted to Sarah Bareilles. <laughs> All right. Hi, Brooke and T. My name is Amanda, and I'm quite a fan of your fabulous podcast. And of course, both of you especially since you are fellow murderinos. Hey! Hey! While most of your episodes have either been relatable in a nostalgic sense or have been an opportunity to learn more about a new subject or experience, your episode last week about moving in with a partner was honestly just what I needed in my life right now. So clearly Mm. she sent this right after that. Love it. My boyfriend and I are planning to find a new place together when our lease are up this summer. We have, have been together for almost two years, and while we love each other quite a lot, we have also gotten very attached to our independent lives. Mm -hmm. I am 35 and Zach is almost 34. 
and we are content with the patterns and rituals we have created for ourselves. Even though we are incredibly excited to come home to each other, we have also been discussing the aspects of living together that may be more challenging than others. <laughs> Luckily, your podcast came at the best time, and I realized that video game habits, cleanliness, opinions, and alone time des desires are not only common, but completely appropriate when two humans merge into one living space. So for this letter, I'll be writing to my 16-year-old self, who desperately wanted a boyfriend more than pretty much anything else, <laughs> and hopefully help her look forward to the future, while also encourage her to value her independent woman's status. Love that intro. That she want to be her friend. <laughs> yeah, Amanda. We're friends can. now, Amanda. Yeah, we we've we've both decided we're friends yeah. now. Want to have a sleepover? Want to have a virtual sleepover? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Ready, dear me. Yes. Guess what? You're moving in with a boy. A boy. I know. I know. You're doing the math right now, and you're probably a bit perplexed that you're getting this letter from your 35 year old self. You were probably hoping by that time I would be telling you that you would have a beautiful marriage with Justin Timberlake for many years. <laughs> Keep your wits Sick. about you and hear me out, you horny little weirdo. <laughs> I love her so much. I love her. I love her. Wow. Right now, you are a sophomore in high school. And though you are funny, you are a funny and likable teen, you are also, also frizzy-haired and charming in a youthful way. So the whole boyfriend thing hasn't really been a reality. You are still waiting not so patiently for the day you finally have a cute guy with whom you can walk down the hallways and hold hands. Now, I'll be honest with you. You will not date a ton in high school and college, but you will have some fun and you will learn a lot. Here are some things I want to tell you as you embark upon these next few phases of your life. Number one. Your 20s are when you truly thrive in the dating world, when you live in New York City and view your sexuality as a thing to explore and enjoy. You feel free and uncommitted, and you will finally feel sexy and desired. It's pretty cool and totally empowering. Most, More importantly, you are allowed to feel sexy and desired without shame. T is fist pumping right now. You're damn right I am. Fuck yeah. Listen to your gut. You know what you want. Hell Jeez, yeah. She should be doing this podcast. Yeah, right? God damn. This, That's a very eloquent thing when I was just like, you're allowed to be horny and have you're sex. You're allowed to do it. You're allowed to be sexy. You're allowed to be sexy. Yeah, you do it. You do it. You do you it well. do the deed. Number two. <laughs> okay. Number two. You will experience some major heartbreaks, both in relationships and friendships. And even when you feel like you are in the depths of despair, to quote the great Anne Shirley of Anne mm. Green Gables... You will realize your own strength eventually and climb your way to happiness once again. You see, young Amanda, life is not just about boys. You will have to figure out who you are and you have to allow for constant change and adjustment. Love that line. I think just like your friend, I think she knows, Amanda also knows the meaning of life. Secret. They're secret people. They're like magic people that know the secrets of life. They're both in a cult. They both need to call their dads because apparently they dads. know the meaning of life. You know the meaning of life. All right. Number three, you will have to learn and relearn what it means to love and be loved. And you will, you must learn that the most important relationship you need to cultivate is your relationship with yourself. Only when you allow that important relationship to be a priority will you truly be ready to be in love and committed. Now, this does not mean that you will always like yourself or know exactly what you're doing. 
but you will treat yourself with a much-deserved kindness that will only be further strengthened by the kindness and unconditional love that you share with Zach. His name is Zach, by the way. Don't worry. He's cute. Calm down. (laughs) Oh, he's cute. Calm down. Jeez. I'm obsessed with this letter. Number four. Me too. You will experience a lot of changes, both internal and external. Since the age of nine, you have dreamed of living in New York City and being a Broadway star. You go to school for theater and you move to New York City in 2008 at the beginning of a giant economic recession. You live paycheck to paycheck. You audition. You occasionally perform. And you may have many wonderful experiences during the next four years. You will also collapse on your floor and cry more often than I want to tell you. And you will realize with great reluctance that New York City is not the final destination for you. This may be one of the biggest heartbreaks you have ever experienced. You will carry it with you, but you will be okay. You will realize that it takes strength to look back at your nine-year-old self and break that promise to her and trust your 27-year-old self instead. I love that. Yeah. It's, and it is. like It doesn't have, especially for people that have dreams that are location-based, I remember having this skyline picture in my room. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, and when I go in for auditions and I see the skyline, I'll get overwhelmed. And then I'm like, God, I really don't like New York. If my job wasn't here, <laughs> like I wouldn't be here at all. Yeah. But I get that. Like There's this sense of feeling... Like, it's where you have to be. I remember when I was in college, and it was so harped on that New York City is the Mm end-all, be-all, that when I said, oh, no, I'm moving to Orlando Mm -hmm. to pursue my career at Disney, that it was frowned and shamed. Oh, yeah. And it it is ridiculous because our art form is everywhere. You just got to look for it. Everywhere. And think about how many friends that we have that aren't on Broadway that are having successful careers in theater. In um, some aspect of theater. I have to point out there's a girl who I went, it was in my class, Rachel, who mm-hmm. has had a consistent theater job mm-hmm. in um, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, in Amish yeah, country. Yeah, because Emily worked there in too. In Burdenham. Yeah. Yep. And she is in every single show. Yep. And that's what she's been doing since graduation. And she is so happy doing that. Yeah. Because she gets to do what she loves. She gets to live in a town that's really cute and that she loves with people that she's made so many friends in that community. Mm-hmm. And she gets to, you know, she started a yoga studio. She started doing all this other stuff. It's just New York is it not the end her. all be all. It, right. It New totally York is worked. not the only place to make theater. It's just not. And it's not the only place to make successful theater. That's the thing yeah. is that people think Broadway is the only successful theater. It's not. False. That's false. That's a falsehood. Okay. I need to figure out where I went. Oh. Number five. <laughs> yes. Number five. Even though you think that leaving New York City would be the biggest change in your life, those changes just keep on coming. And they should. I'm sure that my 45-year-old self would tell me the same thing if she were writing to me right now. You can both mourn and celebrate the ebb and flow of your existence. You have been a nomad since birth, moving from place to place and making a home out of impermanence, and this will continue. The challenge will be the moment you decide to stay somewhere for a while. Being stationary will become the next big adventure. (laughs) You're so so well-spoken. Amanda? Amanda? I have a question for you. When are you going to write a book? Yeah, Amanda, can you write a book on how to be a successful human? Ah, shoot. I'm loving this. I'm digging this letter. It's telling me things I needed to hear as well. Yeah, absolutely. This is why I love many letters. And Ella's too. It just like 
Mm-hmm. It's it's things we wouldn't know about. Oh. I'm like holding on to my banister right now. I love this letter. All right. Number six. After breaking up with New York City in 2012, breaking up with theater in 2016 will be your next big heartbreak, but one that you will have one that you will have to enforce for your own mental health. You will take time to explore and you will find new interests. You will apply to graduate school and move to Maine to become a school counselor and you will find solace in yoga and spinning class. You will even become a spinning instructor. I know. You are currently taking academic exemptions from gym. (laughs) So this one is probably hard to believe, but young Amanda, it is never too late to find the beauty of endorphins and athletics. Same, girl. Whoa, cool. I need to find it. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, because you're what, a year younger than me? I didn't figure it out till. Yeah. You got a year. Yeah, I got a year. Till my time. Actually, I'm two years younger than you. If you're turning 30 this year, I'm turning 28. I have time. Give it time, which is literally what she just said. (laughs) Basically, keep your eyes and heart open and do not feel guilty or foolish for desiring a different path. Mm. You have not wasted your time. Everything you have done is a step forward. So everything you have done is a step toward the next part of your journey. Beautiful. I'm... I don't know what to say about it besides that was beautiful. You are allowed to break up with dreams or find new dreams dreams are allowed to evolve come on Rapunzel find a new dream it's well that's exactly right yeah I remember when I got on Broadway and everyone's like so what's next are you gonna what show would you want to be in next I even said to people I struggled when I got on Broadway I said I don't know if I want to be on Broadway forever I want my dream to evolve I did the thing now I did the thing I did the play I won the play to do a new thing exactly yeah I still don't know what I want to do I man I don't either we got time. We have time. Right now, we have nothing but time. We have so much time right now. Number seven. Finally, stop searching for perfect. It doesn't exist. The perfect man, the perfect life, the perfect job. Nope. Not a real thing. You are never going to be perfect. Embrace that right now. You will thank me later. Hmm. Young Amanda, I am so excited for you. Despite the ups and downs, the triumphs and tears, you have a privileged and beautiful life. You are loved. You are valued. Even when you are in your deepest pit of depression and anxiety, you know that love and value is there and that little light will keep you safe. Keep working on loving yourself. It is totally allowed and will someday soon be a very popular outlook. Self-care and self-love are all the rage right now and it should be. The most important request I have for you is to hold on to your kindness, empathy, and zest for life. Some will tell you that you are naive. Some will tell you that you are a pushover or a doormat. And sure, you need to work on holding your head high in the face of conflict. However, you radiate joy, you laugh loudly, and you love deeply. Honor those qualities. They are some of your best. Love me. Amanda! Shit. Loved that letter. That was really you taught good. Us things. I think that if really I, good. if I'm ever feeling like down on myself, I might just I'm read Amanda's read letter. letter. Yeah, I literally was just thinking that. I was like, I might go back and read this sometimes. Yeah, I, I just think we need. Well, maybe. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna start doing. I'm gonna start hmm. posting our letters and our mini letters in our show notes. Ah, because I was gonna say like once we get the blog up and running. Mm-hmm. Oops, 
we can post them there. Yeah, that's true. T and I were thinking about starting a Dear Me, Love Me blog Whoop. where we write, where we post our the letters that we mm-hmm. um, go we, through. And, and then, then other things in our life. Other things that maybe don't necessarily make it into the podcast or do. And then we want to show you like back behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. So uh, that'll be fun. That's my quarantine project. I'm working cool. on it. Cool. Yeah, that'll be good. But yeah. I want to thank Ella and Amanda for these fantastic letters from two completely different points of life. We have somebody who's in their mm-hmm. um, early teens, early mm-hmm. to mid-teens. And then we have somebody who's, uh, how old did Amanda say she was? 34? Yeah. 34. So if you want to send us a letter, yes. if you have anything in your life you want to chat about yeah, to your cl- past self. Clearly, there's so many different uh, things you can talk to yourself about. And y'all got time. Y'all got nothing we got time. but time to write these goddamn write us letters. A letter. Write us a letter. And email us at dearmelovemepodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Ra- yeah, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much, y'all. It helps so much. I don't think so, people so realize. I, I literally check it all the time just to see if somebody, and I mm-hmm. read every review, even though there's only Me like, too. I love them. They're amazing. They make my day. Yeah. And spoiler alert. Pretty soon, we're going to be doing a giveaway. So yeah. be on the lookout for our, on our Instagram for that. It might not happen for a little bit because of shipping is probably going to be slow for this right. product that we're going to be giving away. But be on the lookout on our Instagram. So, yeah. We, we love you guys. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay inside. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wash your goddamn Wash hands. Those fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. Okay, goodbye. All right, goodbye.